Hi everybody, this is Tracy Talks. I had a recently um, a recent comment that made me really woke me up. Um, not that I wasn't awake. I'm just saying sometimes people say things that really shock me. And this one client said to me, I don't when I was talking about passion and having passion in your job, she said she doesn't have she doesn't have a passion. And I'm like, what what? <laughs> I really don't understand that. I'm like, literally, I don't understand that. So when I investigated a bit further, she said that it was such a big word that it intimidated her. And she felt like if she didn't have this big aha passion, like a painter who loves to paint or a singer who loves to sing or an author who loves to write, she, she felt very intimidated that if she said, well, my passion is, um, she was embarrassed by say, telling me what it was. And so she still hasn't told me. I still don't know what it is. So I would welcome you to not be intimidated by the word passion and use another word that makes you, that makes, that gets to the point. And so it really is a meaningful thing that you love to, something that you love to do, or that even just start with something that you like to do. And for so long, maybe no one's ever asked you that question. You've just been in autopilot your whole life. I mean, think about it. We were in autopilot when we were told to go to school and we were told and constantly told to go back to school, go back, go back, go back. And we were told then to go to post-secondary school and told to go to a job. And so when we were told to do so many things and no one ever really stops and says, what do you like to do? That I can see when someone says, what do you love to do? And someone like me comes along and says, what are you passionate about? I can see that totally being intimidating and overwhelming and then it really shuts people down which which is exactly the opposite of what I want to do so I have some ideas for you if that's you I have some ideas to bring some spark back into your world and just to start to feel like again like meaning I like to do this and if you like to do something long enough then you might learn to love it and you might learn to find a passion so I want to give you some ideas to bring like back into your world and to start to rediscover. And it doesn't matter how old you are. Here's the thing. It really, honest to gosh, it does not matter. I have a client who's a hundred and, uh oh, I better not reveal her age. <laughs> She's over 100 years old. Let's just put it that way. I learned at a young age never to ask a woman about her age. So I won't claim or name her, of course, but she's over 100. And she's still, she is still working as a volunteer. Like that is insane. That's crazy. But not really. Maybe that's why she's still on the planet because she's doing something she likes to do. She's doing something she loves to do. And she's part of an organization that she loves. And there's just so many out there. And if you don't know about them, that is where to start. Find out about an organization you don't know about right now Now that are, that, that are full of like-minded people. I remember meeting the Red Hat Ladies. The Red Hat Ladies was a, is an organization that is, um, I had no idea that they existed. And they're basically, not now, hang on a second, because I see them all staring at me right now in my mind. So I have to, I don't have their mission statement. I'm sorry, but I ran into them at the national um, conference at the uh, Grand Old Opry when I was running, producing another event altogether, had nothing to do with the Red Hat Society. 
And I kept running in and seeing in the lobby and like, this is one of the biggest hotel establishments, the Opryland in Nashville. It's an amazing hotel uh, center. Um, it's like a whole world in itself. But anyway, I was running into, I kept seeing these ladies with red hats on. And finally, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I had to stop one of them and say, what is with the purple and red hats? What is this? Oh, we're, we're a bunch of retired women that just didn't want to retire and sit at home. We do good works in the community. And then I asked the next lady and I finally I ended up getting into a room with like, there were 2000 of them. So I ended up asking quite a few of them, what is the purple hat? What's the red hat? I think it's the red hat, sorry, but they wear red and purple anyway. And they all answered differently. The, the question when I asked, they answered differently, but they all did the same thing. And that was light up. They all lit up when I said, what do you guys do? What is this all about? And they basically kept saying, we do good works. We help children that are in need. We help anybody in need. We raise money. We do marches. We do, you know, they just, every answer was different. And so I guess my point is with bringing them up is that they were like, literally, when I asked them what they did, they lit up. And it had really nothing to do with about with a job or money. It had, for I think, for most of them to do with they felt that they were living on purpose. They felt that they were part of a better, bigger, bigger purpose, a bigger picture, a bigger mission. And if you don't have something like that in your life, I encourage you. I want to give you some ideas as I'm talking. We have now five minutes left. There is something in on the planet for everybody. And in fact, when you start to open your mind up to what I'm talking about, you're going to find more than one. You're going to say, now my problem is I have too many passions. Isn't that amazing to say something like that? But I promise you, if you stick with me, open your mind to some new ideas. Um, the Humane Society, we have uh, volunteers come in. And let's say you can't volunteer because you have you have too many restrictions or whatever, home life, whatever. doesn't matter what the reasons are. We created a cat cuddling program at the Humane Society, which means you could show you have to be screened, of course. You consider it a volunteer, but you're a cat cuddler. Now think about this. You can come anytime you want into the Humane Society once you get, you know, pre-approved as a as a volunteer and we do the check and you get your clearance. We give you a little tag, a name, name tag, and you're considered a cat cuddler. So you can come in anytime, night or day that we're open, and you can come into the cat cuddling room and you sign in and you go into this room with cats and there are um, cats from all parts of the world they're all rescues they're all waiting to be adopted they're on, on their way to be adopted they're maybe post-surgery there's just a whole number of things and you go in and you cuddle a cat for as long as you want and i've seen people go in there saying i'm going to be five minutes and then literally later like hours go by and i'll walk in i say hey i thought you were supposed to be leaving I can't leave this is so amazing and it just nourishes the soul it just makes you feel good we have one for the puppy room one for the cats so if you love animals that's a great example go to your local shelter find out who your local shelter is in your area that you live in and say I want to volunteer if that's too much of a commitment being a volunteer or signing up with a rotary club or go to your church go to a church and and it doesn't just because it has a symbol on it, and maybe that's not the religion that you practice, they, I, I don't think I've ever gone to a church that they've said, we don't welcome you because you don't practice our religion. I've never, ever done that. So maybe it exists, I don't know, but or maybe it's just my vibe, because I just say, hey, 
what do you guys need help with? And next thing I know, I'm at a soup kitchen. Next thing I know, I'm doing um, some kind of uh, walk. I mean, I found myself in the most amazing places just by going into a food bank, a church, somewhere, and just said, hey, I'm, I'm free. Does anybody need any help? And all of a sudden, you open up to this world that you didn't know existed. And because now you're with like-minded people doing a mission, raising money, doing something, feeding homeless, doing it, running a book fair, that it gives you purpose of getting out of bed. You create your own rules around how much you can give. Um, if you're not giving back and paying it forward, and you're feeling either sad or depressed or lonely, that's it right there. That's it in a nutshell. I can't tell you how 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 much it works. It totally works. And I'll just say be safe no matter what you do. Read up. Do your due diligence. Make sure that it's a credible registered charity. Uh, make sure that it is all the things it says and that you expect. Make sure you interview them just as much as they may interview you. Big sisters, big brothers, we can do stuff on virtually on home at home. So if you're at home and you can't get out, there's all kinds of virtual programs that you can volunteer for. Junior Achievement, uh, United Way. I mean, there's you name it. Call the hospitals. Tell them that you would like to donate some of your time. The gift shops at hospitals oftentimes are 100% volunteer driven. It's it. The libraries are a lot of the libraries are housed with people that are volunteers. So. Volunteer is my secret word for you. If you're not doing it, I've never had anybody ever say to me that was a bad experience. I've had everyone say that was incredible. That was amazing. I feel a sense of purpose. So give it a give it, it a try. And if you're still stuck, reach out to me and I'll help you get unstuck. This is Tracy with Anchor.fm.